Hello again, everybody. This is Jason Powers. Hadn't done a podcast in a while, and of course, there's always multiple events going on, so, you know, things to write about and discuss. Actually, I'll uh, include a link to the, <clears throat> I guess, a file that I put together tonight regarding ownership, stakes, and various media conglomerates and whatnot. Uh, it took me a little while because I was uh, gathering, well, about 50 or 60 links overall uh, at the final count, I think, what, 17, 18 companies and did the SEC filings, uh, Fent- uh, Fentel and Yahoo uh, stock. So it's actually a pretty useful file. Gives you a, I mean, just from the standpoint, you don't have to go out and uh, type in search. You can just open the file and hit the link and it'll take you where you want to go. So I was looking at various uh, companies. I've done this before. I just, uh, I didn't, before I did just, I didn't put a Excel file together. So regarding like Fox and whatnot, and Fox was key because uh, recently BlackRock acquired a substantial stake in their Class A stock. It's like 15%. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, a part of the deal. Who owns these uh, companies? And I know people argue could argue that, oh, they don't have that much. Uh, yeah, they do once they get above five percent ownership because then they usually get a a board seat you know that kind of thing uh they can steer decisions obviously they can vote with their stock and they can make alliances with other stockholders uh regarding i mean to put in perspective so fox now the top five stockholders they own just over 50%, and that includes BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, and uh, what was the fourth one? Uh, <clears throat> you got to think about this, Dodge and Cox. And the fifth one was an also-ran. But when I say also-ran, <laughs> there's really, if you go look at the top ten for about a dozen or a dozen media companies, there's also uh, other ones like uh, Berkshire Hathaway, FMR, which is Fidelity, a mutual, or Fidelity Investments. They're an asset management uh, kind of company. Um, <clears throat> Geo, Geoside Capital, which is, uh, or Geodide, sorry. It's, it was a spinoff from <laughs> Fidelity back in, I think, 2003 was what I read. So you, you get a feel for there's certain companies that are popping up in the, the top four in the media uh, realm. And this is a lot about um, cross-ownership, cross-board directorship, because then you can steer a corporation to handle certain advertisers, that kind of deal. I'd have to really go into the board of directors, and I'd probably find... Not only when I say not just for Fox, but host oh, other places. <clears throat> who are who are the key people who may overlap? Not only the company wise, but uh, uh, can uh, are manipulating uh, across 
several companies just nuanced and and then once you add in i mean this is this is nothing new by the way i mean we've known about this or people have really started to dig into this tied to the uh the world economic forum agenda so vanguard and blackrock are on their uh website pretty sure state street is too in terms of partnerships and then of course all the big banking interest you know the bank of america's the morgan stanley's the jp morgan chase that kind of deal uh so <clears throat> it's always interesting because uh, you know obviously once you have a take a substantial interest then like i said you can change your advertiser change their lineup like they did just recently today or i mean yesterday uh, with uh, Tucker Carlson. Well, they did it over the weekend, but it was official <laughs> Monday. So it was, uh, and of course, CNN got rid of Don Lemon a couple months ago. NBC, who it was NBC, who owns BuzzFeed, which I've never, I mean, I probably clicked on uh, two BuzzFeed links in my entire life. So <laughs> their death is <laughs> no big loss to me. But, uh, uh, yeah, they had, uh, it was interesting that, uh, I think it was NBC who took, took a 15% stake in BuzzFeed in February. And of course I controlled, there you go. Within six weeks, they put them, or put a bunch of writers out. So they took a major, uh, took a large position in their stock. And then of course could demand that they make certain changes, get rid of people, that kind of deal. It's nothing unusual. It's what happens. But <clears throat> it'll let you know, especially because media is so important to control, so it can control the rest of us. And uh, going and looking at things like, uh, so to segue to the other part of this, which I've already went over a lot uh the dominion not so much the lawsuit which had its own uh uh i guess uh reason for being and reason for settlement and uh just <clears throat> it seems interesting here that fox is going to i think are going to whore themselves out to to the left and then i'll i i suspect their broadcast will change substantially over the next 6 to 12 or 18 months, especially coming into the election. So I'm sure everybody knows that. It's not really, it's like a no-brainer. But now with the, with this lawsuit being settled, now all the, all the biggest corporate media will align to one narrative. You know, elections are always safe and free. And they're all, you know, legit, and no one can dare uh, question the integrity of our elections, which, of course, is what they're trying to shove down everybody's throat. Because to them, you know, obviously, this is about selling a position, and they'll have plenty of people that'll still get on that board. And uh, yeah, that's going to be. We're coming into that that season. Oh man. Just amazing. Thinking back over the last three to four years, I can, 
I can really always think back to, well, June 2019, I uh, had decoupled from a, a contract that I'd been doing for nine months. No big deal. And I decided to start doing some, I was trying to do a social commentary book and uh, took a lot of work. And uh, <laughs> to the people who, who may listen to this and look at the comments that I receive on my writing, I, I've been getting a lot of little uh, jabs about my grammar and, you know, editing and whatnot. <laughs> You'll come to find out that <laughs> I am a horrible, I have horrible grammar and I know that. I realize that. I also have a a, uh, a knack or a, I'm a terrible proofreader. <laughs> I try to be a good one, but when you read something or read over something, I have a tendency to leave out the does, the twos, the, uh, a lot of prepositions, uh, what my gerunds or participles. Yeah, I'm terrible with all that. I understand that. I realize that. You also know. <laughs> It won't surprise you, but I never received high marks on my English in school. Just didn't. Never. Uh, <laughs> I never acquired any A's. I got a lot of C's. Sometimes I get. Uh, I have a story about a paper that I did one time where I. Uh, it's 50% grammar, 50% content, and she was a hard ass. This was actually my advanced English class in 11th grade, and. Uh, I can remember vividly because it was a score that changed me in terms of doing things for other people. So I got a 24 out of 25 on the content of what I wrote, and I got a 7 out of 25 on the on the grammar and the structure or whatever the case may be. Uh, so yeah, it didn't reinforce <laughs> it didn't reinforce anything with regards to my grammar. So you'll I, I try to make. I try to do a good job with that as best I can, but I'm never going to be up to the expectations of others, I'm sure. <laughs> I do try to provide content. I do try to provide links and analysis and whatnot. You may disagree with what I uh, think. Uh, you know, some people are better with the pen. Some are better with the word. I am I am neither. I am still adapting and uh not making any excuses. I'm just saying, you know, you. Uh, I'm doing what I can to um, illuminate whatever I can out there for anybody, and I appreciate, you know, a little bit of patience with that. So I'll try to do better, but I get rushy. I when I mean I rush because I, I have other things I I have to focus on, and I'm I'm still struggling to put together too. Um, bigger works. I actually spend more time on on the bigger uh, like books and whatnot. I mean, I do spend a lot of time with that, and I do a lot of rewrites. And I find out, you know, it's hard for me to reread all that stuff. So uh, that being said, it's just if it's going to be my job, or at least I'm going to try to make it my job. I got to get better at, it, of course. But realize I'm also providing, you know. Excel analysis, uh, charts, diagrams. I'd like some actually feedback on those things too because I think that would be much more useful to us in the long run. So I'm going to leave it there for now and I'm going to upload it. Thank you.